Welcome to the Revolutionizing Your Journey podcast with DeAndre Koch, brought to you by Boldly Go. Beyond being the founder of Boldly Go, DeAndre has a deep expertise in financial planning through owning his own financial planning firm. This finance background has provided him unique insights, enabling him to navigate the travel landscape with ease and is considered a renowned travel hacker. On this podcast, we're all about assisting adventurous travelers and budding explorers in tackling their travel hurdles, teaching luxury travel hacking strategies, and highlighting the busy professionals that still find time and ways to get away. Expect travel tips, unforgettable destination stories, and guidance on maximizing your rewards points. Whether you're a seasoned traveler or just starting out, join us in exploring the best of global travel and become an expert luxury travel hacker yourself. This is your journey, but our revolution in the world of travel. Who doesn't dream of traveling the world to visit magnificent natural wonders and historic sites? discover mouth-watering foods, and meet fascinating people. Well, if you dream of that, join us and revolutionize your journey with DeAndre Koch. I'm Patrice Sikora. As we begin this podcast trip together, DeAndre, I have to ask, is travel your full-time job? Patrice, I would. I think I would love it if it was uh, maybe a little love-hate relationship, uh, <laughs> but no, it is not my full-time job. So my background actually is I own a wealth management firm, Truicity Wealth Management. Uh, I have been a financial advisor essentially for the last 12 years. Um, we actually, our firm specializes in comprehensive financial planning. We have clients in a little over 40 states. The majority is through word of mouth and it's myself. I have another partner uh, that's a financial advisor based out of Kansas and we have a full team as well. So I'm the founder of Truicity Wealth Management. We have grown that to be a, a decent sized firm. Um, we've received many accolades, uh, recognition by Forbes as one of the best advisors in hmm. the state of Virginia. So that is my day job. Uh, that is what I typically am talking to most people about. Travel is more of a passion, something that I I, I love to do, but it is not my full-time job. So hopefully that gives people a little bit of different perspective. I'm not a travel, someone who gets paid as a travel blogger, uh, you know, to just go around the world and stay in hotels and, and all those different things. I've learned how to do those things, um, but I am more so the very, very busy professional who balances out the work life with the uh, travel life. Well, how long have you been traveling? I mean, did you start as a kid? Is it something you've always done? Or did you suddenly just wake up one morning and said, I'm going someplace? Yeah. So uh, obviously I don't remember this, but I believe uh, my, my one of the stories my mom tells me is that, you know, soon after I was born, uh, within a few weeks, we actually went to Jamaica. So uh, my mom is Jamaican, my dad's Panamanian. Uh, so, you know, both my parents are immigrants. And she says that story all the time, not to reinforce the fact that I was traveling at a young age, but to reinforce the fact that I was crying nonstop uh, <laughs> when I was in Jamaica. <laughs> 
but I will just say that was a seed that planted the growth. Obviously, you know, having family in different countries meant that we were going back and visiting quite often. But my parents were very big on experiences, very, very big on road trips. So although I typically fly everywhere now, we did a lot of road trips growing up. I have family down in Florida and New York. And so we would oftentimes, especially when we would go to Panama or Jamaica, we might spend a week visiting family and then a week at like a a, a all-inclusive resort or something like that for or maybe a few days there. So it was the beach experience, getting away a little bit and and really got to experience that from my parents at a young age. So they really valued the experience they could bring me. And you have a family there. You've got a base of operations. You can go off and do anything like a local. Exactly. Exactly. It's a really cool way uh, to be able to see the the true side of each country, right? And a lot of times when we go to different countries, we're seeing, we're getting the tourist experience, especially yes. in the Caribbean. Yes. Um, but, you know, when you go and order a bucket of chicken, uh, you know, at a KFC that's plexiglass, to, you know, behind the cabinet, um, you know, it's a very different experience than, you know, when you're getting the frou-frou drinks at a swim-up bar. That's <laughs> so true. So true. So yeah. where did on your own, where did you go first? Do you remember? So I can't exactly remember my first trip completely on my own. I do remember my first big solo trip, uh, and that was to Thailand. I spent 12 days, 12, yeah, 12 days in Thailand and made amazing friends to this day. Uh, it is the top country I've ever been to. I've been to a lot of great places. Don't get me wrong. Um, but that was the largest trip I took uh, by myself and linked up with a travel company that specializes in group travel for younger people, but people that are going solo. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so we went through got the full cultural experience. Um, you know, everything from a hanging out with monks to I got to bathe elephants in a river to, you know, partying in on Kaosan Road, which is their version of Bourbon Street to laying by the beach wow. on the beautiful islands you see on Instagram and TV. So it was a really immersive experience. That trip uh, was was the time of my life for sure. I was going to say that's a heck of a place to start. That's enough to keep you want to go on. It, it absolutely is. And it, I mean, that it really fired me up along the way. I had some trips with buddies, with friends, maybe a couple of cruises we would take uh, just like a guy trip. And, you know, we'd go hiking and do different things and snorkeling. And, uh, you know, drone technology really came about over the last, I uh, say, eight or nine years. And so I went ahead and bought a drone because I'd always been interested in photography. I've got picture or photo albums uh, from even when I was five, six, seven, eight years old. And I would be on these trips to Panama or other countries. And I, you know, had my point and shoot camera and taking pictures back on film. They had to wait to get the de- get developed. I know I'm, you know, a little, a little aging myself. I'm only 34 years old, but I was still in the back end of that. Uh, and then eventually digital cameras where digital camera technology was terrible. So everything was still blurry no matter what. You know, I started from there and kind of lost that passion a little bit as I was really working hard to grow my practice. So a lot of so traveling really paused. 
Uh, I tried to get away when I could, maybe a trip every now and then, but I grew my, uh, my our firm, my practice completely from scratch. Uh, and that's, you know, anyone starting a business knows that that's a huge, huge challenge. From there, that really grew into start getting out more, able to travel more. And I was like, you know what? I, you know, I love remote cars, RC cars, those different things. And so I ended up buying a drone and that really made me go, wow, when I could start getting bird's eye views of these, oh, these islands yeah. we go to or these countries and take videos and pictures. And I just did this for, I didn't realize back then that like there was travel bloggers and Instagram people that were doing this and getting compensated. I was just posting these things uh, in my own like private Facebook account and private Instagram account. And people were like, oh man, this is so great. So great. So great. And then eventually people were like, you know, we just live vicariously through you. We, you know, this is so mm-hmm. cool. The places you're going, the things you're doing, the pictures you're taking, the videos, like, oh my gosh. And then it was probably around 2018, 2019 that I realized there are things called influencers and there's people that <laughs> do this and they post videos and they get, you know, likes and like, and I was really just doing it because I love to do it. And then I, I love, you know, when it on my you know, Google device, it pops up the memories or a Facebook post pops right. up the memories. Uh, and that the, the mixture of reigniting that passion for, for experiences for videos, for photos, and people saying, where are you going next? And we live vicariously through you. All those different things is really what really started to explode my love for travel and what's come to be where we are today. So tell me about this boldly go idea. What What is that? Yeah. So I'm going to expand on that in the next episode, but the basis of it essentially is the desire to go out and see the world, right? To be adventurous, to be bold. Uh, I think a lot of times I've spoken to individuals that have never left the United States, mm-hmm. um, you know, and I feel like travel travel really brings you culture. It really brings you experiences, right? When you see how someone on the other side of the world lives and how they value different things, uh, it really just changes your mindset. Or when you you know, you're hiking all through the morning and then you finally get to a summit and you see a view that you wouldn't believe actually existed. Those are the things that really change just your perspective in, in general. So Boldly Go came from the thought process that I like to be bold, I like to get out there, I like to adventure. Now, I'm, to be clear, I'm not a thrill seeker. I'm not jumping out of planes, you know, I'm not cliff jumping, uh, you know, bungee jumping, nothing crazy like much, that. But yes. Thank yeah, you. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, you know, I, I do have, uh, you know, I do have limitations there, <laughs> but I am a diver. Uh, you know, my girlfriend and I, we both dive. We like experience things all over the country, all over the country and world, I should say. And it's really the, the mantra of just getting out there and being bold and experiencing life and where life can take you. And so our, our the kind of the slogan, which is really where the name for the podcast came from, is, you know, your journey, our revolution. And it's because I've learned over the years different ways of, of hacking, as they call it, travel. Uh, and really what that means is understanding through my use of the, of the financial advisor world, actually. Uh, so kind of a little backstory, right? As I was building my practice, clients were starting to ask me, well, you know, what credit card should we get? What card should we get for rewards points and travel, those type of things, which really forced me 
to to research those things more, right? I was, you know, really well versed in talking through retirement accounts and investments and yada yada yada. But you know, as a financial advisor, you're not really, I should say, trained or there's no courses on like credit cards, right? So I really did a deep dive myself on what cards make the most sense. Uh, for clients. And that also in turn, what made the most sense for me as well. And I really started researching and understanding. And that's how I started learning about cars that produce points. But then there was a different, another layer, because there's the points, how they want you to use them. And there's points, how you should use Mm. them to get a lot of value out of them. Right. And basically when they make it easy to use your points, that's the way you shouldn't use them. And I I know in a future episode, we're going to expand on that a lot more, but basically my goal or by understanding finance and by understanding credit cards and, and getting more in depth with that, I've been able to really revolutionize how my girlfriend and I travel, um, how I've been able to help other friends and clients travel, uh, how they can have amazing experiences um, and see the world and take trips and fly luxury and stay in luxury and pay pennies on the dollar compared to 95% of people that are having the same exact trips. And so really it's your journey, uh, but overall it's our revolution on how to experience travel, right? So that's, that's the evolution of Boldly Go. I look forward to these episodes. I really do. But I got a question for you. You you talk about all this great travel. It's wonderful, but you've got the business on the side. Uh, well, you got the business there. How would you get the time to go? That is a great question. That's a great question. Honestly, it comes down to a couple things. One, it's putting in the hard work and two, having a phenomenal team. And so what I mean by that is a lot of times people see, okay, I'm gone for a week or two or even three. And they say the same thing. How the heck are you, you know, able to you know travel? Well, part of that is I've got a great team that we've built that makes sure our clients are getting what they need. You know, no one's feeling we're dropping the ball. Like we're really working hard constantly to be of high value to our clients. And unlike most people in their jobs where they can disconnect completely, I can never disconnect 100%. Mm-hmm. Now, to be fair, if I'm in uh, you know, Europe traveling, I'm not having meetings with clients. However, a client may text me or may email me or whatever it may be, and I'm making sure I'm delegating that task out to the right person to make sure that they're getting what they need. So many times, unless you follow me on social media, you don't actually know I'm traveling um, because we try to make sure that experience for clients is very well uh, is very honed in specifically. But other times, people don't also see that I'll put many 12, 13-hour days in the office or working as well. So as an example, uh, we recently just went to Miami. It was a Thursday to Sunday trip. Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, I was working 12, 13-hour days every single day so that I was able to get away from Thursday. Right. And so that's not always the case. I'm not burning 60, 70 hours every single week when I am in town. But essentially, I work to accomplish in three weeks or two and a half weeks what most people do in four, 
which gives me the ability to really get away. Uh, and so that's how we're able to have a, a balance. You know, they talk about the work-life balance. I truly think it's more of a blend because I, again, I really want to make sure we're taking care of our clients. And again, we have a phenomenal team that works uh, with them and make sure that no matter what's happening, you know, everything is running smoothly. Uh, but that's what affords us the opportunity to really get away and experience life as well. With all that work ethic, do you ever get the chance to actually relax when you take these trips? Or are you always on? So I trust me, I do relax. And you know, what's really cool, my girlfriend, Taryn and I, who she's definitely, she's my travel partner. So I'm going to, you know, she's definitely going to be in a lot of these future episodes as we talk through some of our travel stories and such. We definitely work to disconnect and relax. And so for me, I can relax in a sunbed on a beach <laughs> in Mallorca, Spain. And while some people might be casually scrolling Instagram or Facebook, you know, I, I can also scroll my emails real quick and send an email out, send a text, whatever it may be back to my team. So I definitely get an opportunity to relax. And there's times where we have no service at all, or we're, mm -hmm. I mean, I've been hiking through the jungle or at a campsite in the deserts of Oman where we have no signal, right? So it's okay. We can definitely get away. And that's why I said it's more of a blend and a balance. I'm not stressed about, hey, I need to be constantly connected to Wi-Fi. Uh, I do think it's about having a balance. And for the business owners out there that enjoy traveling, I think if they have the ability to do the same, that's important because yeah. you definitely have to get away and be able to disconnect in some way, shape or form. And for different people, that means different things. Um, but if you can't completely disconnect, then you can't really enjoy what you're experiencing. When you are not traveling, when you're not working, what do you do for fun? I love snowboarding, I, which is awesome because you know I live a block from the beach in Virginia on the East Coast, mm. right? So okay. the nearest mountain, uh, which people on the West Coast and in the Alps and everywhere else in the world would never call it a mountain, but the nearest mountain is about four hours away from me, four to five hours away from me. So that has been some travel before, traveling out to um, the, the Midwest, the Rockies, going to Canada. Uh, ideally, we'll want to be able to hit the Alps and such and do some snowboarding. I am an avid CrossFitter. Uh, I do enjoy CrossFit. So you know, try to stay in shape, uh, especially because I love food uh, and love to experience food <laughs> while traveling. So I basically just work out to allow me to eat whatever I want to eat when I travel. Um, and I do actually try to drop into CrossFit gyms all over the world when we when we do go different places. I am by the beach, like I said, so I live about a block off the off the Chesapeake Bay. So during the summer, we actually don't travel as much as we do the rest of the year because it's summer by the beach and who who wouldn't enjoy that? And then also uh, community service is really huge. So I sit on a few boards. Uh, I'm on the board for the Boys and Girls Club of Southeast Virginia, board of another organization, Guys Doing Good. I do some work with the Norfolk Zoo. They have a Gen Zoo board, which is their kind of young professional um, organization and tries to really bring younger professionals to the zoo, uh, even people without kids and such, uh, and, and looking at possibly another organization as well that involves uh, working with children of uh, with with special needs, um, and that's also important for my girlfriend as well. She she Taryn she works with Aid Another, which is an organization that works with children with with special needs. Um, so we definitely try to get out, have fun, but we also do like to give back to the community. That's that's an important aspect as well. And then sometimes it's just really unique parties with friends. We 
we'd have friends that we do things called breakfast with video and video games where literally it's a brunch party on like a Sunday where everyone just shows up in their pajamas and we have TVs galore with different video games and people cooking breakfast and just having fun. Right. It's just, we like to have really unique parties and events. And, and honestly, it's, again, it's just, it's about having some balance and finding fun in life. Okay. What do you make for breakfast? I love what's called million dollar bacon. And the short version of it is it's bacon coated with like maple syrup, like cinnamon and brown sugar. Oh my goodness. Bake it. And it looks, you know, comes out looking like, you know, it's wrapped in gold, basically. It's pretty amazing to eat that by itself, you know, with other things as well. I'll take it alone. That sounds great. That sounds great. Absolutely. This podcast, Mm -hmm. who do you think will benefit from listening to this podcast? You've got the attention of a lot of people right now. Who should stick with you? Absolutely. So, you know, I think this podcast is going to be really beneficial for a lot of individuals. You have those that want to travel more uh, and they love hearing travel stories, right? You know, maybe they, because of their jobs, flexibility or inflexibility or their kids' school schedules or whatever it may be, they can only get away for those two weeks a year, but they really want to make the most of those two weeks out of the year. Mm -hmm. Or maybe they just love living and experiencing travel through other people, right? When the people say they live vicariously through myself or others. Those that want to learn from different people who make time to travel. You know, we really plan to highlight other professionals that may be engineers, architects, maybe business owners that, you know, they still find different and unique ways to travel that are different than what myself and my girlfriend do. And I think hearing other perspectives and stories are going to be huge. So I'm excited to highlight some of those people that I know very well. And then also those that are experienced travelers who may travel often. I have friends uh, that travel, you know, weeks out of the year constantly. They bring their whole family. Uh, And unless, you know, they work for an airline, they're paying out of pocket top dollar for a lot of their flights, right? Uh, But they could be doing so much more and getting much so much more bang for their buck if they follow some of the travel hacking strategies we're going to talk about as well, right? Because my goal is to really revolutionize travel uh, for individuals and really change your perspective on how it can be done, uh, which is going to be huge. And then also travel hackers, right? Because there is a group of in a community of people that consider themselves travel hackers. And there's so much knowledge out there. And there's so many tips and so many tricks. And to be clear, this is more about luxury travel hacking. This is not like couch surfing so that you're traveling, you know, mm-hmm. and, and staying in hostels for $10 a, a day. Granted, that is a form of traveling and travel hacking. And, and I'm not knocking hostels either because I've stayed in some amazing hostels. Uh, but this is for those that want to experience luxury travel first class tickets, business class airfare, making sure you're sleeping on an actual bed as you're flying across you know, the Atlantic, right? Like uh, staying in a luxury hotel suite that you paid almost nothing for or actually nothing for. I'm really excited to highlight how Taryn and I essentially spent $4,600 to get $42,000 worth of luxury travel to the Maldives Oh my! Uh, in a near up and coming episode here, right? So it's, it's really something for everyone 
that enjoys different aspects of travel. So I would love people to stick with me on this journey because again, this is a revolution. And eventually some of these things that we talk about, hopefully they decide to make their own journey, but they're still part of this overall revolution of ours. Oh, uh, DeAndre, that sounds absolutely fantastic. I'm so looking forward to this. So how can people reach you? Absolutely. So if they're looking for the financial planning side of what I do, quite honestly, if you were to throw my name into Google, you're going to find a bunch of resources, Forbes profile, all those different things. Uh, however, my financial planning site is truicitywealth.com. But for anything travel, planning-wise, all those different things, even consultative services on tra- travel hack, that's going to be at our website, boldlygo.world, boldlygo.world. Dot world. Uh, that's also our Instagram and TikTok handle. And we also have a Facebook page on that as well. So plenty of ways to reach us directly. Uh, please feel free to reach out. I love feedback. I love comments, things that we should add and incorporate to the show, all those different things. Please send it my way. Uh, you know, really looking for the opportunity or looking forward to the opportunity to really help redefine how people experience travel. All right, listeners, you heard him. Reach out to DeAndre. And of course, like, follow, subscribe to this podcast and share, share it with others. Thanks for being with us. Thanks for tuning into the Revolutionizing Your Journey podcast brought to you by Boldly Go. Hit that follow button so you don't miss out on new episodes. For deeper insights and to level up your travel game with our strategies, book a consultation with us. Head over to www.boldlygo.world to set it up and explore more. The information covered and posted represents the views and opinions of the guest and does not necessarily represent the views or opinions of Boldly Go. The content has been made available for informational and educational purposes only. The strategies and results referenced on this site, while proven, are not guaranteed. While most who apply the principles referenced will achieve similar results, you may not yourself. Your results will vary and depend on many factors that may be in or out of your control, but include factors such as your credit score, financial status, business experience, etc. It is your responsibility to consume and implement these recommendations at your own risk. We cannot be held responsible for any failure to do so.